Hi everyone, happy Easter to all of you. Brother George here again with another episode of Bible Made Easy podcast. Thanks a lot for joining me. Yes, it's the Easter season. What a wonderful time of year. But if you live in a Western country, Easter celebrations have become so far removed from the original meaning that a lot of people don't even know what Easter is about. In fact, I just searched the word Easter in the Google Images search engine and about 95% of the images shown were of so-called Easter bunnies, eggs and chocolates. All very cute and the chocolates look delicious, but while there is some vague Easter meaning behind these things, how would the average person know this? And of course, if you're a non-believer or of a different religion, you might not know what Easter is about. So what is it that Christians celebrate at Easter? Why is it important? And why did Jesus die on the cross? That's what I'll talk about today and in the next episode. Easter is the yearly celebration of the resurrection of Jesus after he was crucified for our sins. The death and resurrection of Jesus is the focal point of Christianity. In fact, it's the pivotal moment in all of human history. His death and resurrection was the fulfillment of hundreds of Old Testament prophecies regarding the coming Messiah, the Saviour, who would be sacrificed to take away the sins of the world. But why did Jesus have to die on the cross? Why was this necessary? Let me explain. Our lives and very existence are a free gift of God. We would have no consciousness or enjoyment of any of his creation without him giving us a life to be able to do it with. And God is also the sustainer of life, the energy force that keeps our lives going. But when we sin, we automatically start to drift from God and separate from him. This voluntary distancing from God means we're choosing to deny ourselves his life-sustaining power and this results in a degradation and corruption of our bodies and spirits and eventual death. It's like a slow suicide. The Bible describes it in Romans 6.23. It says, For the wages of sin is death. Wages are what you get paid for your work, right? You did the work, your boss or company pays you in return. So it is with death. Death is the natural so-called payment for sin. Because of our sin, we deserve to lose the life God gave us. Not because he wants to vindictively punish us, but because we choose to turn our backs on him and distance ourselves from the source of life, and we suffer the natural consequences. It's both a punishment as well as a natural consequence of our own decisions. It's like a criminal facing a judge. The criminal is found guilty and the judge announces the sentence. Whose fault is it that the criminal goes to prison? Is it the judge who sent him or her there? No, it was the criminal that sent themselves to prison. The judge merely facilitated what must happen to the criminal if he or she breaks the law of the land. Now, every single one of us is a sinful criminal in God's eyes. We've all broken God's law of love and distance ourselves from God, and so we're headed for death at our own hands. But that is where Jesus stepped in at Easter, and virtually said, Our people have sinned and are headed for death. I'll take the consequences and punishment for them. 
It's like he saw us stupidly walking onto a busy road and about to get hit by a 10-ton truck, and he heroically dived across the street, pushed us out of the way, and took the hit from the truck himself. And so at Easter, Jesus suffered a painful betrayal, mocking, whipping, and a cruel, brutal death on the cross. He allowed himself to be killed so that we don't have to suffer the consequences of separation from God and death for our sins. Why would he, the creator of the universe, do that for us after we gave him and his father the ultimate insult and offense by turning our backs on them? Here's a true story from the Vietnamese war that I came across that illustrates why. A young girl, about eight years old, was seriously injured by the bombing of an orphanage run by a missionary group in a small Vietnamese village. An American Navy doctor and nurse arrived in a jeep to help. They established that the girl was critically injured. Without quick action, she would die of shock and loss of blood. A blood transfusion was vital to her survival. A quick test showed that neither American had the correct blood type, but several of the uninjured orphans did. The doctor spoke and communicated her need for blood with the children using a very simple combination of Vietnamese, French and sign language. Then they asked if any of the children would be willing to give blood to help. Their request was met with wide-eyed silence. After several long moments, a small hand slowly and waveringly went up, dropped back down, and then went up again. Oh, thank you, the nurse said in French. What is your name? Heng, came the reply. Heng was quickly laid on a pallet, his arm swabbed with alcohol and a needle inserted in his vein. Through this ordeal, Heng laid stiff and silent. After a moment, he let out a shuddering sob, quickly covering his face with his free hand. Is it hurting, Heng? the doctor asked. Heng shook his head. But after a few moments, another sob escaped, and once more he tried to cover up his crying. Again, the doctor asked him if the needle hurt, and Heng shook his head. But now his occasional sobs became a steady, silent crying. His eyes screwed tightly shut, his fists in his mouth to stifle his sobs. The medical team was concerned. Something was obviously very wrong with the boy. At this point, a Vietnamese nurse arrived to help. Seeing the little boy's distress, she spoke to him rapidly in Vietnamese, listened to his reply, and answered him in a soothing voice. After a moment, the boy stopped crying, and a look of great relief spread over his face. Glancing up, the nurse said quietly to the Americans, He thought he was dying. He misunderstood you. He thought you had asked him to give all his blood so the little girl could live. But why would he be willing to do that? asked the Navy nurse. The Vietnamese nurse repeated the question to the little boy, who answered simply, She's my friend. That illustrates the meaning of Easter, the reason why Jesus died on the cross. He saw us 
mortally wounded by our sins, about to eternally die from them. But because each one of us are his precious creation, whom he loves with his whole being, he gave his blood even to the death so that we might live. 1 John 1.7 says, The blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. By his death and the shedding of his blood, God no longer sees our sins, the sins that separated us from him. We're forgiven, and it's a free gift to us. Romans 6.23 goes on to say, But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And all we have to do is acknowledge and accept his sacrifice. That's it. And if we do, our relationship with God is restored. We can have our hearts right with him in this life and live forever with him in the next. And if you'd like to receive Jesus as your Savior and his forgiveness for your sins, please scroll down to the show notes below and pray the salvation prayer shown there. You can also listen to episode 9 for more about how to be saved. Thanks so much for joining me today. Happy Easter to all of you. See you next week for more on Easter. Bye.